0: There's just so many options in this industry, which is really great because you can have a really robust career by being in it.
1: Today, we have on our show the talented Stephanie Larson. Stephanie has a background in brand and digital marketing and is starting a new journey in her career and brand experience at General Mills. I really enjoyed hearing how Stephanie's curiosity and willingness to work beyond her role has opened up opportunities for her within the industry that she wasn't even aware of as an undergrad looking to save the world. She is a self-declared planner, but has learned through COVID the importance of adapting to change while still staying true to her goals. She has really great advice for students looking to land their first job out of college. So check out this episode with Stephanie Larson. Welcome to the Ad Undergrad Podcast. I'm Katie Moy, along with my co-host, Julian
2: Lewis. Wait, stop the music. Katie, do you mind calling me Professor Lewis? But Julian, you're an adjunct professor. All right, fair enough. As practitioners of marketing and advertising, Katie and I wanted to give back to you, undergrads, recent grads, and those early in your careers looking to switch industries.
1: In each episode, we'll highlight the career paths of practitioners and provide you with actionable knowledge to apply early in your journeys.
2: Enjoy. Enjoy. Welcome back to another episode of the Ad Undergrad podcast. Today we have with us Stephanie Larson, who works in brand experience. Stephanie, welcome to the podcast.
0: Hi, thank you for having me.
2: Most definitely. So do you want to give a a quick overview of what it means to work in, in brand experience? And then also we want to tap into kind of your path getting to this point, as well as the work that you do outside of your nine to five.
0: Yeah. So for brand experience, it's really bringing the product stories and our marketing stories to the customer. So currently, my role with General Mills is that I work in retail marketing. So it's a lot of taking our overall storytelling for the different products that are in the General Mills portfolio and bring them to the customer in store where they're there in front of the product and ready to purchase, but then also on websites and online with our retailers to help drive that purchase online and put it in our consumer's cart. A little bit about my background, too, is actually that brand experience is a pretty new category for me. The previous roles I was in, I was in brand marketing and then also digital marketing. So new field, but learning a lot and bringing some of those elements, too, of digital and brand marketing into this because all of those really come together as you go to face the consumer.
2: Yeah, and I think the brand experience element of it is fascinating because a lot of people are familiar with walking into a store, grabbing a product set they might normally grab or discovering a new product. But I don't think that a lot of students necessarily know that there's actually a team of people who think about this, like have very, very well thought out analytical thoughts about like where you need to be. So I'd love to kind of learn more about like how you're making that shift from digital to this brand experience and how you're applying what you have learned.
0: So I wouldn't even say it's that different from digital because in my roles in the digital world, I was still thinking about like how to grab that consumer's attention because I would always tell people when I would explain my job that you want your content to be thumb stopping as you're scrolling through a feed because you're scrolling and you don't care about half the stuff you see. And so you want that consumer to see your image or that little piece of copy that makes them stop and actually engage with it. And... So far in my new role, I'm finding that it's similar that as somebody's walking the aisles of a grocery store, you also want them to stop and see your display, see your package, whatever it is that they're going past, and get their attention enough to make them look at what the product is and then put it in their cart and take it home with them.
2: That's a phenomenal parallel to paint. And I think it really helps to give context because, like, if somebody who is a student who's growing up, in the realm of social media and thinking about the thumb stoppingness of those platforms, thinking about how it can be applied to other areas, I think is extremely valuable. So let's take a huge step back. Let's go back to Michigan State. Stephanie, as a freshman, why did you decide to study and get your bachelor's in marketing? And what did you think at that time you wanted to do with it?
0: Yeah. So that is actually a funny story because when I Stepped foot on campus at Michigan State, I thought I was going to be an environmental engineer. Obviously, that's not where I am today. After about a year of engineering school, I realized that was not the thing for me. It was great because I do have an analytical side of the way I think, but I really do also enjoy the creative. And that just wasn't something that was happening in the engineering role. So I actually spent a week reading through the entire catalog of majors that were offered at Michigan State to figure out what I wanted to do and landed on marketing, went and talked to some advisors in the business school, talked to some other people in the field to understand what they do and what marketing was all about. And as I dug into it, I understood that there were so many different things you could do with marketing, which was what really interests me. And going into college, I had this goal for myself that whatever I did, I wanted to do something that helped make the world better. And so that high school thought of, I need to make the world better. Okay, I'm going to be an environmental engineer, so I can literally make the world better was my first thought. And then realizing that I could still do that through the marketing of products and services and things like that, to because consumers was just as intriguing to me.
1: And it looks like you had a couple internships during college. Can you talk a little bit about how you found those and and what you learned from those experiences?
0: Yes. So my most interesting, I think, internship that I did was with Michigan State's athletic department. It's also the one that I think most people are kind of like, ooh, because it's not a well-known internship, I would say, unless you're really paying attention to the sports industry and wanting to go into that. So it was an interesting role because it was both sales and marketing. And so I got to help plan all the promotions leading up to game days. So I would do a lot of office hours where we just kind of were support for the actual full-time marketing team in the athletic department. But then on game days at all different sporting events, we got to help execute those. And it was interesting, one, because as a college student, you get to be on the field or on the court of a sporting event, which is an amazing experience. And then also getting to see how much work and how many details go into those corporate partnerships that are part of those events, because now I go to a sporting event and I pay attention more to what happens between the game than what is actually happening in the game, I think. And then during one of my summers at Michigan State, I also interned with Meyer, who's a grocery chain here in the Midwest. And so for that role, it was polar opposite. I was actually in more of a merchandising role. And so I went through and did a very tedious task of cataloging all of Meyer's products in the home textile and department along with their competitors that were in stores at the time to look at the products and see what Meyer was making, how it compared to the competitors, and then make recommendations of what Meyer could do better. And so that one was really interesting. It was understanding the details of the products and kind of how that process starts before it even gets to the marketing side of things.
2: That's great. And it's fascinating because Meyer, I think to a lot of people could be a, a grocery store, but really it's like a mega store right? because they have like so many different departments. So I guess between the two internships that you had and then all the coursework that you did in, in marketing, what really drove you to land your first job at Chaco? Like what, what do you think helped the most or, or what got you in the door there?
0: Yes, I would say number one was networking. I actually had a family friend at the time that was working at Chaco's parent company. So I think being able to reach out to him kinda of helped bring resume to the top of the um, stack a little bit. But then in the interview process too, I made sure to go into the interview knowing as much information as I could. These people that I was gonna be talking to live and breathe the brand every day. And so I wanted to show that I was just as passionate about the brand and care about their consumers just as much as they do. So I did a lot of research and the role that I was applying to also was a social media role and it was going to be doing community management. So I dug deep into the depths of all of their social media channels and the manager that I had at the time actually said the one thing that stuck out that I thought was going to take me out of the running actually was I found some mistakes they had made in their responses to how they were dealing with some of their consumers. And so in the interview, which is now an interview question I always ask people too, is she had asked what they do well and then what they could do better. And so in the what they could do better, I called them out and said, hey, like this wasn't a great way to respond to your consumers. I think you can do better and you can give them more information and you can make it right. And that was the one question apparently that really helped. So I would say my biggest advice would be do your homework before you go in, because I've definitely interviewed people too, where it doesn't seem like they did their research. They don't really know the company that they're applying for, and it's just a job. But you have to be at this job 40 plus hours a week. So you ought to know as much as you can about it and make sure it's something you're going to enjoy, but also that you'll fit with that team.
1: And it also looks like at your time there, you've grown into different roles. Talk about how you transitioned, how you created those stepping stones.
0: For sure. So I would say my biggest advice too with that is to be your own advocate. I went in a role that was definitely like very entry level and I could have just done community management every day and then eventually moved on to something else. In my role, though, I kept wanting more. And so I'd ask my managers or ask other people on the team to introduce me to different parts of marketing, whether it was PR or events or whatever else was going on. And I was kind of lucky that Chaco had a pretty small marketing team while I was there. I think our largest team was maybe 11 of us at the time. So it was nice to have a smaller group of people that if you knew they were working on something that you could maybe partner with or learn from to go to that person and be like, Hey, like, this is something eventually I would maybe like to do or like to find out if I want to do. Can I hear more about what you're doing? Or is there a way to partner with you? Is there a way to integrate social media into that? And so it was just a lot of being your own advocate and asking questions and really asking for more responsibilities too. I would say I got to learn a lot with Chaco and got to do a lot of unique things because I made it very open and aware to the people around me that I want to learn more and I want to do as much as I can in this role to really learn all of the different parts of our department.
2: I don't know if I could recite what it means to be a practitioner off the top of my head, but I would imagine that that is really close to the definition. So that's phenomenal. And then, you know, it looks like while you were at Chaco, you started to kind of step outside a little bit to do some things on your own. I'd love to understand like what prompted you to do so. And it looks like you're continuing to do it now, even in your new role.
0: Yeah. So I actually, moving into my brand marketing role with Chaco, I had been doing digital for about three years at that point. And as I got into my brand marketing role, I realized how much I missed the digital space and how much I felt out of the loop once I wasn't doing it every day. Because it's just a space that is constantly changing, always has updates, always has trends. And I still wanted a way to stay in touch with all of that. So as I was talking to a local business owner here in Grand Rapids, I had learned that he wasn't super happy with how his small business was marketing and could use some help, could use some guidance. And so that's, I asked if he would be interested in having me step in and work with him on it. And so that's kind of how my freelance started. It's been a really great partnership to work with him and also very different than what I do, having worked for two big companies now to step back into more of a startup and small business entrepreneur kind of experience is definitely different because you don't have all those resources of a giant company and you don't necessarily have as much data to lean on, which is definitely something I was very lucky to have working at Chaco, that we have lots of consumer information and ways to test things where when you're working with such a small little business, you don't necessarily know that. And so I've encouraged him to like send out a survey monkey to the people who have Bought his products, or even just reach out to family and friends and get their understanding of how they feel about different things we're trying. And so it's just been a really great way to stay in touch with some of those things that I'm not necessarily doing in my everyday job anymore, but trying to stay up to date on. I will say, if anyone decides to do it, though, definitely make some boundaries for yourself because you don't necessarily want to work all day and then go home and keep working. Because I've had another business also reach out to ask if I can do the same for them, and it's definitely more of a challenge, I think, to work with those smaller businesses because it's taking a step back and saying like, okay, what are you doing for marketing? And do you understand what you need to do? And now that's not always the case. So sometimes you have to go back to that like one-on-one stage of marketing with them.
1: Yeah, that's interesting. You get to almost teach them kind of the broader picture as well. Are there any classes now that you've been a practitioner that you wish you had in your marketing program or something that would have been really nice to kind of know going into your jobs?
0: Yeah, so I think when I was in college, we didn't actually have any classes on digital marketing. And even though I know it's such a rapidly changing field and there's always new trends and things happening, I think it would be helpful to at least have a general class that's teaching maybe more of the analytics side of it or what you should be looking for to at least have successful campaigns. I think that could be interesting. And then just personally, I wish I would have taken more design classes to have more of a Photoshop skill and be able to lean on myself a little more as a designer instead of always leading me on my creative
2: team. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And I think for students now, I would hope that more digital is starting to be introduced. But I always tell my, my students, like I'm not going to be able to go deep into Twitter or Facebook or Pinterest or whatever platform, but they all offer some sort of courses that you can take. And so recommending that they do that. And, you know, the thing that I love about the small business approach, I actually tweeted earlier today to a fellow Adweek mentee who was asking for advice to give to to students. And it was like, you said you went to a local business and you went to go help them to leverage the skills that you have. But for a student, as you're learning, you can do that also. And I think it makes perfect sense to kind of take that approach and say like, hey, I'm learning this. I see opportunities where you can scale and then ultimately start to apply that. So I love that you're doing that now because especially in a time of COVID, there's internships that are fleeting, but there are small businesses that are trying to stay afloat. So I think there's a, an opportunity there for sure.
0: Definitely. I think too, especially as like I know this past summer, like a lot of kids probably didn't have their internships that they wanted to have. And reaching out to a local business is definitely a good way that it's not as much of a time commitment as a normal summer internship so you could definitely do it in the evenings and stuff after class or on the weekends as some extra work
2: yeah definitely so i guess what about this industry has surprised you like what are you what are you shocked about going from you know a marketing student to doing you know truly like digital all the time to now going into more of like the experience side like what has surprised you about this industry?
0: I think it's exactly that is how many different things you can do. Leaving college, I think I thought I was definitely going down the digital path and going to stay in that path and end up as a digital director on a marketing team someday. And who knows, maybe I will end up in that spot someday, but I've definitely not taken the like straight and narrow to get there. So it's been a surprise to me, I think, especially when I got to Chaco and started doing so many different things on the team that you can do event marketing you can do brand experience marketing and you can go more into the creative side and be a creative director or something like that so i think it's just i didn't realize how many different things i could do with my degree and then even to how many different industries need marketing individuals cuz i think coming out of college you have a really great idea of what you want to do and it's this bright and shiny role that's out with there waiting for you and It's good for a while, but maybe you find something else someday that you didn't even know you'd want. Because coming out of college, I don't know if I would have said, yes, I want to go into grocery and CPG because it didn't sound as exciting as being part of a outdoor brand that allows me to go hiking while I'm on a business trip. But this is where my career has taken me. And honestly, it's been a really good change. So I think it's one of those things where there's just so many options in this industry, which is really great because you can have a really robust career by being in it.
1: When students are reaching out to you to ask for your advice or kind of hear about your journey, what are you kind of hoping to hear from them as well? You know, like what kind of sparks your willingness to respond maybe to a LinkedIn request or something like that?
0: Yeah. I always love to hear when somebody's really passionate about what they do. I spoke to somebody actually right as COVID was kind of starting and she was trying to network with people because she knew going into her senior year that it was going to be a little bit challenging to find jobs and internships and stuff. But she was so passionate about still wanting to be in this field and trying to make those connections so that she could stay in the field and keep working towards having a career. So I think when I get to talk to somebody who really loves what they're going to be doing and what they are learning in school, it makes it such an delightful conversation to be able to talk to them about it because then it reminds me too of why I went into doing this and why I enjoy it so much every day.
2: absolutely love that question because I think people sometimes reach out and be like, hey, can you help me get a job at this place? But it's yeah. like,
0: ah, <laughs>
2: tell me more. Exactly.
0: Or my red flag goes up when somebody just reaches out to me on Twitter and it's like, hey, I see you work here. Can you push my resume up for me? And I'm like, I don't know anything about you. Like you have to give me a little bit more information here. Yeah,
2: exactly. So uh, you've held your finger on the pulse of digital, but are there particular trends that you're seeing now that you're like, if you're a student and you can jump on it early that you think students should focus on? Yeah.
0: So I would say this one isn't necessarily specific to digital. I think it would go across all channels of marketing, but I think if I were leaving college right now, I would definitely want to have my thumb on world events happening. The world is just changing so much right now. And I know personally as a college student, I lived in a nice little bubble at Michigan State and didn't really pay too much attention to what was going on around me because I went to class every day and my friends were there. It was great. But I think going into the world as a new marketer, you have to be able to come to the table with fresh ideas, but then you also really have to be able to understand your consumer's mindset. And I would say the way consumers are shopping, the way they're caring for their mental health, and just the way their daily habits are changing, it's something that as a marketer, we really have to understand because it's affecting the way they shop and the way they interact with different media channels. So there's a lot of burnout happening in the world from people right now, or they're feeling isolated and they're spending a lot of time on social media. But I think I can see that changing or the way that they're interacting with social media changing, just because that's all we have at the moment to connect with people. And so it's paying attention to that and curating your content too to adapt to those things, because you still want to post on social media and be on those channels. But you also want to be respectful of how your consumer needs to absorb all that information that you're putting out there.
1: Is there any advice you would give yourself as an undergrad knowing what you know now?
0: Oh, yes, there's a lot of advice I think I would give myself. (laughs) I think for one thing, I would definitely tell myself that everything will work out the way it's supposed to. I was definitely a type A person leaving college. I had a plan. I knew what I was going to do. And especially I think the last year has really taught, and not even the last year, the last few months have taught all of us that you just kind of have to accept what comes your way and it'll work out and you'll figure it out and it'll all be okay. I also would say I did this a little bit myself. And then as I've gotten further in my career, I've definitely tried to stick to it that leaving college, I kind of set a goal for myself and put some parameters around like, what type of job I wanted to be able to say that as I was coming out of college, because it is overwhelming to know all those jobs are out there and what do you want to do. And so I did have the goal for myself of to always be doing something that I enjoy. And then also to be feeling like I'm doing something good for the world. And I would say keeping those two in mind as I go through my career has been really helpful because when I get to a point where I'm like, I'm not enjoying this as much as I used to, that's kind of my moment to be like, okay, what do I need to do to get back to that spot where I really enjoy going to work each day?
2: I love that. Like having that that center that you can go back to. That's phenomenal. So much great and valuable content and we really appreciate it. And I guess if students wanted to reach out to you and ask questions like what would be the best way to do so and if you were open to doing so.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely open to it. I'm pretty easy to find on LinkedIn and then I don't always tweet too much, but I am on Twitter pretty often that I will totally answer either tags or DMs on there as well.
2: Awesome. What's your handle? We'll link it in the in the show notes.
0: Oh, I just changed it. I think it's Steph Ann Larson, but I'll double check it
2: too. Perfect. Awesome. Stephanie, thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate the time and good luck to you in in your role.
0: Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. And I wish all the best to all the students listening.
2: Thank you again for your ears. We want to incorporate your questions on the podcast. Please email us at hello at adundergrad.com.
1: And don't forget to follow us on all platforms at The Ad Undergrad. Tune in next time as we capture more paths of industry
2: practitioners.